The KISS Project is back, guys. And to all my women warriors out there, to all of those that are taking a little bit of the time to listen to the podcast, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I always say that my women warriors, because as you know, this is a project of love and it's dedicated to all the women that have had blows, blows to the heart, blows to the gut, to the soul, that have had uh, situations in life that have not been the easiest to overcome. And to those I dedicate this program, why? This podcast is based on love, on um, on support, on the fact that you can find within what you need to be able to exteriorize, let go, and become a better human being. But that doesn't mean that all these wonderful guys, all these beauties out there, all these hot little suckers that take our hearts and do whatever they want with it, um, that are listening to the podcast, well, thank you so much for joining in. You're part, you're an essential part of our, of our daily life, and without you, we wouldn't be anything. But nonetheless is dedicated to all these beautiful beautiful women out there that are suffering that are going through hardship and that i need to go ahead and pull even if it's by the hair out of that damn dark hole as you guys know i've been taking you by the hand through all my experiences as a child we're talking about early childhood and we're getting very close to adolescent but i couldn't move on to adolescence and the blows that i took in that aspect of my life until we addressed racism racism during the early years of, of my life. So we've talked about my experiences with abandonment, sense of belonging. We've talked about um, the formality of being born into a family you don't choose. And if it's a broken home, well, how that affects uh, our lives, uh, how that impacts us emotionally. So you guys have known a little bit of, you know, my, my, my beginning, uh, my upbringing, um, and how I've dealt with those emotions. And basically what has happened is that I have um, I have I have been able to cross um, all those you know intersections with you guys by the hand, and you can understand more of what type of human being I am and what experiences I've had. And my ultimate goal is to always invite you for three minutes after we finish the podcast, so you can sit down and analyze um, those emotional um, impacts that we had at an early age, how it affected us, and go back to your impact and see how you can go ahead and open that little tab deal with it solidify what's inside you got to pack it in um, solid pack and close it up and close it up for good because once we deal with emotional impact with emotional um, hardship and we're able to put it away for good that means that we're progressing to a better and bigger stage of our life we're becoming a better human being we're dealing with understanding and i want to be very clear I have talked about the uh, instability of my home. I have talked about the hardships my parents went um, through as a couple. I have talked about the impacts, emotional impacts that I've had as a child, but I've, I've, I've addressed this from the point of view and um, from the perspective of being triumphant, of overcoming, not of being a victim. That's number one. And number two, I, wanna, uh, I want everyone to be clear that I, at no time, uh, no point in time I, do I do I address any of these situations um, pointing the finger or criticizing? I lived them. I went through them. 
Maybe someone else that went through them with me within my family circle sees them from a different perspective. My emotional impact is all mine. Uh, theirs is a different whole um, set of rules. Therefore, I'm not criticizing. I'm not judging. I'm just saying how I felt and how I was able to overcome because there's stages in life that we need to overcome in order to be successful, whether it's emotionally, professionally, um, uh, however it is that you want to succeed in life. Regardless of that, unless you address these emotional uh, transactions that went on, that some were out of your reach and will and, and, and they were involuntary, is what I'm getting at, we have to understand the process and we have to understand um, that people act and impact our life, whether it's positive or negative sometimes, uh, without being conscious of what they're doing because of their situations. And at some other point, we're going to address when, you know, how, how impacting, how unfortunate it is when we're brought into this world by parents that have a broken heart or broken soul. But that's another podcast, okay? Now we're going to address, and there's something that I have to address that most definitely um, impacted my life, and, um, and we're going to talk about racism, okay? We have a big movement about Black Lives Matter, and hey, they do. Um, but also White Lives Matter, Hispanic Lives Matter, uh, Chi Chinese Life Matter, uh, any life matters. I don't care. Just throw it all in the pot. I, I'm not with the Black Lives Matter. No, everyone's life matters. And because everyone's life matters, racism comes into play in a very negative light because I, I was impacted by such at the age of nine. Um, but remember that when a child has gone through the hardship that I went um, in early stages, which was being born into an, an emotionally unstable home, than becoming an immigrant and leaving everything I had in in my surroundings behind, whether it was family or toys or or school, um, it was very hard to understand at the age of six. <clears throat> then getting in, uh, uh, getting to a country, I mean, I had to cross frontiers, as they say. I went from coast, uh, Cuba to Costa Rica, from Costa Rica to Nicaragua. Then I did a whole, you know, shebang to get to Mexico. I became a wetback. I crossed the, the, the river. I walked the desert. Um, I, I came in illegally to the United States. I'm a citizen now, by the way. <laughs> if you're thinking about calling, <laughs> I'm a citizen now, by the way. Um, and so I laugh about it now, but those impacts, those emotional impacts were very hard to bear in the world and the understanding capacity of a child that is ranging from six to nine because in three years my life was completely unstable i had absolutely no stability or no grounding to anything i was moving and i was moving in an unfamiliar surrounding all the time with people i did not know with situations that were completely dangerous with um the mindset that the only thing important was i needed to get to the united states to start a life and um it's very hard to understand at the age um, that I went through all those changes. Very hard to understand. So once I get to the United States, age of nine, I mean, I turned 10 in this country. I'm 48 years old. No shame in the game. Um, so I get here and, you know, I'm, I'm introduced to a family that I don't know. It's a whole different concept. I don't understand, um, you know, 
who they are and how they belong in my circle, how the, the puzzle gets, you know, set in. So all of a sudden I have this family. I don't know. I have this, um, house I'm going to live in for temporarily again. I mean, it's not permanent, it's temporary. I'm also leaving behind half of my family It's mutilated. I leave it, you know, back in Costa Rica because financially we couldn't bear, um, to pay for the trip for everyone in the family. Remember this, what we're doing is an illegal journey to get to the United States. And, um, and so I'm leaving my dad behind and my grandparents behind. I'm getting to this country only with my mom. And I'm puzzled by the fact that, you know, I have gone through other countries and other instability, but I spoke the language. I, I spoke Spanish in Costa Rica. I spoke Spanish in Nicaragua. I spoke Spanish in, in, in Mexico, but I, I don't speak Spanish I, in the United States. I have to learn English. So I have to learn uh, a different language. I have to, I have to, um, adjust to a scenario that's not the norm. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm full of turmoil because it's a different surrounding. I have a new family. I don't know the language and I'm trying to be a kid. Okay. So it's a very simple scenario. I'm, 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 I'm a great aunt's house. You know, there's no, there's no sidewalk, uh, at her house. And someone gives me a pair of skates and says here, you know, go be a kid. And I was very eager to be a kid. So I crossed the street um, to be able to skate because there was a sidewalk on the uh, other side of the street uh, where I lived. And I'm, you know, going down from one point of the block to the other, just skating away. And while I was skating away, I was also liberating um, the burden that I was feeling of all these changes. I was being a kid. I wasn't thinking. I was being free. I was being happy. I was being... Uh, what a kid is, innocent, uh, happy. Um, I was being a kid. And all of a sudden, this lady comes out onto the driveway and says, you speak. This is not your country. This is not your sidewalk. This is my home. Get out of my sidewalk and get out of my sidewalk now. So I was, I was tormented by a language I didn't understand. I'm screaming out for someone across the street from, you know, my family's house to come and save me. And when my cousin crosses the street, you know, and she's arguing back and forth that why couldn't I skate? All of a sudden, this person's telling me and my cousin's telling me in Spanish, she's saying, this is not your country. She's calling you spick. Um, she's saying that you don't belong. Um, and all these things started like, you know, rambling and all these ideas started like overwhelming me. So my cousin said, let's not have a problem because a lady was uh, telling me she was going to call the police because I was skating on her sidewalk. And I understand her now. I understand her now because when I arrived to this country, to the United States of America, city of Miami, the Marielle boat lift was in hot and heavy. It was in hot and heavy. Not everyone that was here from the Marielle boat lift were good people. I understand that too. So everyone was being judged with the same size ruler. So if you were Cuban, you were a speck, you came to invade my country, you don't belong, go back to yours. All those thoughts are understandable to me now. But at the age of nine, when I was trying to be a kid, and without that lady knowing everything I had been through, all the hell I had been through, and she was calling me a speck and she was telling me that I, I did not belong. And she was telling me to get out of her driveway and that this was her country and that was her sidewalk. Um, so my cousin says, hey, kid, come on, cross the street. We don't want any problems with the neighbors. And I thought about that over the years. And hopefully um, 
And I say, hopefully, none of you have ever been through something like that. But that's discrimination. That's discriminating a child at the age of nine with no understanding of what discrimination really is. Um, and that was a great emotional impact in my life. So today I understand that that person's human capacity was minimal. That that person's emotional capacity was minimal. That that person was defending her grounds by minimizing me. And throughout life, I've experienced it in different situations, even at a job where they've told me, hey, a guy's better for this than you are. We're looking for a male prototype. And I don't sit and dwell on the fact that this bitch is telling me it's a male and I'm a female and I want it. Um, I'm focusing more on the reasons why. I'm analyzing and I'm responsibly understanding the situation if it's done the right way. Um, by any means do I condone any discrimination, be it because of race, because of preference, because of sexual preference, because of religion. I don't condone discrimination, period. And I had to open up that little latch, look up the discrimination folder of emotional impact, pull it out, understand this lady. She was defending her country the way she knew and her space the way she knew because, yeah, we were invading. But it wasn't done the right way. And based on that understanding, I also became a stronger person. And I, I said to myself, the day that I have to demonstrate who I am in society, the day that I had a little bit of, of a responsible understanding for what being an adult is, I said to myself, if, you know, if there's a level from 1 to 10 and I have to demonstrate who I am as a human being, I'm always going to try to be a 10. If I have to demonstrate who I am as a professional, I'm always going to try to be a 10. And it's not that I'm racing against anyone. I'm racing against myself. I want to be the best I could be. And I want, to, I want to let everyone know that they can fuck with me. They can't. Especially when it comes to racism. Um, if I have a clear under, and respectful understanding and you're telling me the reasons why and I can respect you for it and you're doing it from a respectful point of view, I applaud you and I understand you. But that lady gave me enough emotional strength throughout the years of, you know, and throughout the process of understanding and throughout the process of emotional healing to know what I allow within my circle of respect. What I, I, I just did a square. Um, what I allow um, at any point when it comes to discrimination, and that is zero. I have zero tolerance for that. I am Hispanic. More, more than that, I'm Cuban. I'm a woman. I'm a minority. Um, and I'm so many other things that people can discriminate me for. But most of all, I have made it a point to be a, a, a successful and integrated portion of the United States of America so no one can come and tell me I'm a spick and I'm not wanted. Because what I bring to the table as a human being, whether it's in this country in social interactions with other individuals, to my family, to my friends, to my profession is a component that no one else will ever own because it's me. So go back to your emotional file, pull out that little latch that says racism and how it was impacted at some point, if you were, and I hope you weren't. Think about how much 
stronger you can be if you analyze, you rationalize the situation and you use it as a power tool. Because nobody has the component that you have to offer. You are you. And if anyone wants to discriminate you for it, step on their damn head and keep on walking, baby. So please take those three minutes, like I always tell you, analyze the situation, lift the latch, pack it down emotionally really tight, seal it forever, and use it as a power tool because no one is you, okay? And no one has the right to judge, discriminate, or minimize the wonderful human being that you are. And if you have that understanding, you surpass that emotional hurdle, and you today will have a better light and perspective on onto life and self. So all I want to do is I want to make you think. I want to make you analyze. I want to make you find. And I want to make you heal. And the only one, and when I say I want to make you, is because I want to take you there. The only one that can actually sip it up, tie it up, and close it out forever is you. So I hope with this conversation we've had, you've known a little bit more about me. And emotionally, you're a little stronger. Remember that this is the Kiss Project, baby, and we're going to be seeing each other soon again and we're going to talk about a, a lot of other wonderful things but the most important thing i want you to take today is that no one can discriminate you because you are you and no one can ever give the component to life that you bring so love you and see you next time to all my warriors if you're going through hardship remember that the hole is deep but if i have to pull you out by the hair i will so reach out to the the kiss project at gmail dot a podcast the kiss project podcast at gmail right the kiss project podcast at gmail you write to me there and we'll chat about your situation and guess what gotta pull you out by the hair i'll pull you out by the hair if i have to kick you in the ass to push you forward i will too so waiting for you next week love you uh warriors and i uh look forward to uh having you be a piece of the kiss project a project of love <laughs>